Job chapter 38. Then Yahweh answered Job out of the whirlwind, Who is this who darkens counsel by words without knowledge? Brace yourself like a man, for I will question you, then you answer me. Where were you when I laid the foundations of the earth? Declare if you have understanding. Who determined its measures, if you know? Or who stretched the line of it? What were its foundations fastened on? Or who laid its cornerstone? When the morning stars sang together, and all the sons of God shouted for joy? Or who shut up the sea with doors when it broke out of the womb, when I made clouds its garment and wrapped it in thick darkness, marked out for it my bound, set bars and doors and said, You may come here, but no further. Your proud waves shall be stopped here. Have you commanded the morning in your days? and caused the dawn to know its place, that it might take hold of the ends of the earth and shake the wicked out of it. It is changed as clay under the seal and presented as a garment. From the wicked their light is withheld, the high arm is broken. Have you entered into the springs of the sea? Or have you walked into the recesses of the deep? Have the gates of death been revealed to you? Or have you seen the gates of the shadow of death? Have you comprehended the earth and its width? Declare if you know it all. What is the way to the dwelling of light? As for darkness, where is its place? That you should take it to its bound, that you should discern the paths to its house. Surely you know, for you were born then, and the number of your days is great. Have you entered the treasures of, treasuries of the snow? Or have you seen the treasures of the hail, which I have reserved against the time of trouble, trouble, against the day of battle and war? By what way is the lightning distributed, or the east wind scattered on the earth? Who has cut a channel for the flood water or the path for the sun thunderstorm to cause it to rain on a land where there is no man, on the wilderness in which there is no man, to satisfy the waste and desolate ground, to cause the tender grass to grow? Does the rain have a father or, a, or who fathers the drops of dew? Whose womb did the ice come out of? Whom has given birth to the grey frost of the sky? The waters become hard like stone when the surface of the deep is frozen. Can you bind the cluster of the Pleiades or loosen the cords of Orion? Can you lead the constellations out in their season? Or can you guide the bear with her cubs? Do you know the laws of the heavens? Can you establish its dominion over the earth? Can you lift up your voice to the clouds that abundance of waters may cover you? Can you send out lightnings that they may go? Do they report to you, here we are?
Who has put wisdom in the inward parts? Or who has given understanding to the mind? Who can count the clouds by wisdom? Or who can pour out their containers of the sky? When the dust runs into a mass and the clods of earth stick together, can you hunt the prey of the light for the lioness or satisfy the appetite of the young lions when they crouch in their dens and lie in wait in the thicket? Who provides for the raven his prey when his young ones cry to God and wander for lack of food? These are the comments for Job 38. And now we get to what some people have called the theophany, <laughs> the appearance of God. So God steps into the book of Job right here in chapter 38, and he begins the last speech. And I think it's so good that God has the last word, because sometimes it's a little bit like, you know, he said that, and he said that, and he said that, and she said that, and she argued that, and he said that, and it's like, Someone just comes in and says, shut up everyone, <laughs> this is it. And when the Lord, while he doesn't, he's not as rude as to say, shut up, this is what he does say. He says, who is this that darkens my counsel with words without knowledge? God just, you know, all of a sudden, here we are in, in chapter 38, and all of a sudden God just says, who is this that's speaking, interrupting my counsel with all these words, and they don't know what they're talking about? So God just comes in right here. He appears into the story and now he speaks. And as soon as God starts speaking, everyone else realizes, wow, the things we've been saying all along are just so shallow. He starts by asking questions. And the very interesting thing about the speech of God is he doesn't explain anything. We're going to now go for four whole chapters, chapter 38, 39, 40, and 41. And God, his speech is going to is going to go for four chapters and be mostly just questions. But each of the questions have implied answers and they just put people to silence. They put Job to silence. They put all his friends to silence. And when you or I read the speech as if we were there, it puts us to silence too. God starts by saying, where were you when I laid the foundations of the earth? Tell me if you understand. <laughs> well, who's going to be able to say anything to that? Physicists are still trying to understand the universe. You know, they think they come up with these theories like the, the Big Bang is the latest, greatest theory. But now they're saying that that can't be right. And they're trying to discuss the first seconds of the universe. You know, where were you, says God, when I laid the foundations of the, of the earth? Well... You know, we don't understand. We can't say. In verse 6, God says, What were the foundations of the earth fastened on? Who laid its cornerstone? Uh, yeah, yeah. What can you say? How does the earth just hang there? What is gravity? No one knows. We know what gravity does, but what it is or how it works, no one can say. The smartest people in the world have no idea. Verse 7. When the morning stars sang together, when the sons of God shouted for joy. You know, where were you when that happened? I don't know. What are the morning stars? Do, do stars sing? Or is this talking about angels? You know, where were we when that happened? 
you know, there's no answer to these things. God says to Job, have you commanded the morning in your days and caused the dawn to know its place? Years ago, I was flying to the States with my family and uh, we're up at 30,000 feet somewhere over the Pacific Ocean. And you know, you, on those big long haul flights, sometimes you just get sore legs and you get up to stretch your legs. And I went up the back of the plane and it was the, it was the night in the middle of the night, or it was early in the morning, and the sun was just beginning to rise. And I looked out the little window of the plane at the back, and I could see the dawn from 30,000 feet. No sun yet, just the beginnings of light creeping over the edge of the earth. Amazing. <laughs> God says, have you commanded the morning? Have you caused the dawn to know its place? Not me. Have you entered the springs of the sea? or walked in the recesses of the deep. You know, there's this place on the earth called the Marianas Trench. It's like deeper than Mount Everest is high. People have been down there like a handful of times. James Cameron went down there a few years ago in his pencil-shaped submarine, a submarine that's shaped like this, because the pressure of the water is so intense that if you build a submarine the normal way, it would just flatten it. So they build a submarine like this to avoid the pressure. People spend billions of dollars on this technology so that one or two people can go down to the bottom of a deep spot. 99% of the ocean, no one knows what's down there. And here's the Lord saying, have you entered the springs of the deep? Verse 17, have the gates of death been revealed to you? Have you seen the gates of the shadows of death? We don't even know what, that, what he's talking about. And verse 19, what is the way to the dwelling of light? We don't even know what light is. Light, photons, which light's made of photons, they don't even know if they're a particle or a wave. Sometimes it's one, sometimes it's the other. And when you weigh it, it has no weight, but it's a thing. How can a thing have no weight? God said, who has cut a channel for the flood water or a path for the storm? You know, the Grand Canyon in the States is a huge chasm that's been cut out by floodwaters from the Noah's flood, no doubt. Huge amounts of water pouring off the North American continent after the flood, cutting that channel through. The Lord said, have you cut a channel for the floodwater? But he did. Verse 31, he said, can you bind the cluster of the Pleiades or loosen the cords of Orion? These are some of the, these are constellations in the sky in the Milky Way galaxy. Some of the oldest constellations on earth well, the names of constellations that are found here in some of Earth's oldest literature, God asks all these questions. There's no answer to any of them. And, you know, so we, we're going through now, we're in the first chapter of four chapters of God's speeches, and it's all questions like this. And every question has no answer. And with every passing question, more and more you realise, this God's an amazing God, and everything I know is like nothing. And so the book of Job then becomes a shared experience for you and I. You know, we read about this was Job's experience, but by immersing ourselves in this speech of the Lord's, it becomes our experience too. And we realize we know nothing. And so we humble ourselves before him. Lord, I thank you that you're our God, that you know all things. You know about the foundations of the earth and the recesses of the deep and the, gato, the, the shadows of the gate the gates of death. And Lord, you know about the, Lord, the path for the floodwaters. And you know that, Lord, you've commanded the dawn, all these things. 
Thank you, Lord. You're so wise and so knowing. And we trust you. In Jesus' name, amen.